0: Welcome everyone to Love My Sheep. I am your host, Miss Lydia, and we are concluding Season 6 today, and this is Episode 8 of Prelude to Breakthrough. Often we go through our seasons of challenges, and when we get to the breakthrough, we forget what we went through to get to that point. And at times we can find ourselves repeating our mistakes in our valley seasons of grief and waiting. I thought I would share a few testimonies of the prelude in this episode, but I'm just going to be sharing one. And it is an important one for me as it was a pivotal moment in my life that I revisit often when I'm going through challenging seasons. I cannot recall if I shared about this time in the first season of the podcast, but in 2012, I had struggled with jealousy and with being jealous of my former self This jealousy then was generated when I would search for inspiration and look at old photos, journal entries, blog posts, or came across an emblem of an achievement, and I envied who I was at those moments. I only remembered the me that appeared to be so fearless, confident, and bold in various endeavors, and I missed the self-confidence that I had. It took a long time for me to listen to the Lord and to be reminded that my prior ventures did not come without its own struggles. But I was only remembering all the good things and the good moments. This can happen when we are in our low points. We can look back and think everything was better then and not taking in the full scope of reality. I was caught in such a rut in 2012, believing my best years were behind me. I had no idea that life was going to get even better than all the years before. However, life only got better when sacrifices were made. And in that, and in the years to come, a deeper commitment to the Lord was substantiated. I learned with each passing year, new noises that I needed to tune out, bad habits that I needed to break, that I did not know were bad habits at that time. The more time we commit to the word of God with a desire to live in that commitment, the better life becomes. So back to 2012. I was feeling discouraged in different areas of my life. And looking back at who I was didn't help me. So how did I get out of that? Honestly, ask God he changed every element of my life the following year every element that i was discouraged in and i did not know in 2012 what it was that i needed but those changes that god brought to my life revived me and it did not happen all at once but with each change came a new challenge it took a long time to realize I'm not who I was prior to 2012, and so I could not walk in the expectations of my former experiences, and that every hurdle I had gone through was to make me stronger with a new strength to comfort others that can only come from God. These verses will be quoted often, and that is 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 to 4, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Amen. The new challenges and the unfamiliar territory that I was in at 2012 had confused me, discouraged me, and it was a very lonely time. I had moved into a new house in a new neighborhood and my work and environment had changed, although my employer had not. Everything was different. There were changes that I had not chosen that came with the changes that I had chosen. Finances at that time were not at the comfort level that I was used to. I could not get my footing in anything, it seemed. I had let my circumstances dictate my character. And that made me feel really uncomfortable and vulnerable. While I was still in a relationship with the Lord at that time, it was not a healthy relationship. It was a relationship of convenience. I did not take the time to truly honor the Lord and became habitual out of ceremony. I went to church by habit. I prayed by habit. I cried out to God only when I hit my fearful lows. And although at that time I would look at my former self in awe, in this moment, I look back at the May of 2012... And say, Lord, your mercy is too great. Noise is the biggest hindrance in the prelude. We we can look back at how things used to be and desire the former days. But then we are limiting God to our past. We can look at others and how God is doing things for them. And how they're getting the breakthroughs but then we're limiting God to our perception of what he is doing for them. And we're also comparing and unfairly doing so because what we see when we look at others is not the whole picture. And God did not call us to be like anyone else, but to be imitators of Christ. We are to exude his character. And that is not short of humility, patience, and grace. We can even limit God to our own limited capacity of thinking, daydreaming, and forecasting. Then we start putting time limits on our God, who is always on time. Lately, i found myself even questioning the concept of 11th hour, and is it really the 11th hour? Even when I'm down to my last dollar, can I not trust God with that and that he will provide beyond monetary means so that my last dollar is not truly my last dollar? Even if I'm scheduled for surgery, can I not go into that surgery trusting God's intervention in that moment of surgery or post-surgery? Even if I'm due to sign papers, can I not trust God in the signature for his intervention, for his protection? Why does it have to happen just before the man-made deadline why do we limit time to what we see in the natural realm who are we to stipulate when we will get the breakthrough when only god knows our breaking point because only he knows our hearts god will do what it takes but are we willing to do what it takes Can we surrender it all to him for what he requires of us? Matthew chapter 16, verse 25 was a real test for me in this last prelude. Let me read that. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. And whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. Amen. Are you willing to give it all for the Lord? I contemplated what would be, what my life would be like if I just got rid of everything or sold everything and just went where God told me to go with nothing but the clothes on my back. And I prayed that God would give me the desire to do that as I did not want to do that grudgingly. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the prelude. I thank you that in the midst of waiting, in the middle of the valley, and in the midst of our grief, you are there. Because you are sovereign. You see every ache, every tear, every thought, and every desire. And I ask that you will divinely intervene in every person awaiting a breakthrough, whether it be physically, mentally, financially, socially. And it is always a spiritual breakthrough in all these aspects. So I pray, especially spiritually, may we all always feel your presence, your comfort in our affliction, your protection, your guidance, And of course, your love, may we not reduce you to our vision, to our limited capacities. Father God, may your love not only comfort us, but strengthen and encourage us in our journey, in the prelude. Even when we don't know how to turn to you. May we trust you to show us our personal noises and show us how to tune them out. And so we can know unspeakable joy in diverse temptations. And so that we do not forget the prelude. And so we do not forget you. Because to you be all the glory and to you be all the honor and praise. You are to be glorified in every measure and in every circumstance. I ask all these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Lord willing, on November 25th, I will begin a new video series on the YouTube platform titled Conversations with God in Grief. And that series, Lord willing, will carry through into the Christmas holiday season. There may be uh, a podcast element to it or there may be something different on this platform. We will see how the Lord leads in that. So please keep this in prayer. Until next time. Know that I love you and the Lord loves you the most.